Welcome to the F3 American Yammer Podcast, where we give the men of F3 a chance to tell their story as they've transitioned from sad clown to high-impact man. I'm Short Circuit, and each week I'll be joined by another member of F3 who is willing to step up and share his story. So, without further ado, here's today's show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of F3 American Yammer. I am your host, the shortest of circuits, Short Circuit, and today I am happy to have G-String on the podcast. So welcome, G-String. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I, um, I did get a, a message from Brett McKay from The Art of Manliness, and he was like, hey, I want to be on your podcast. And I was like, hey man, you're going to have to wait. I have G-String coming up, so it's, it's going to have to wait. So I am excited to have G-String on. Him and I have connected over the past almost couple years now. Sure. Um, we go to church together as well. Slight disclaimer there, but uh, yeah, so I'm I'm excited to hear about what you've got to share with us on the on the Yammer. All right, so let's jump right in. Name Arama, name, age, F three name. All right, Jason Gray, forty six, G string. G string. There is a there is a Christian artist named Jason Gray. Is there not? Yes, it is. Okay, that's yes. a, I remember seeing that like on the roster. I was like, Jason Gray. No way. Not not the not same. Not the same, Jason not the Gray. Same. <laughs> Now, um, now, how long have you been coming to F3? Four years. To the date? Four years and two months. Four years and, okay. There you go. So four, you're a four-year guy. So you've seen it You've seen it grow then. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I was probably 120th or 30th to post in Greensboro, and now our roster is up to, what, 1,400? Yeah, 1,400, 1, that's awesome. So you almost about the same amount of time. Yeah, almost about the same amount of time, like Tommy Boy or some of the Redwoods. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. All right, so four years now. Um, what does a typical week of posts look like for you specifically? Where are you a regular poster? I know you're usually a you're usually a Quaker Crater guy. I am. Okay. Yes. So um, typically Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, my wife have and I have a pretty good system workouts. She gets Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So I am allowed Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> um, You've been given permission. I've been given permission. Yes. Um, Quaker Crater on Mondays. On Wednesdays, Slamming Sammies. And then uh, Friday, Lunatic Fringe. There you go. All right, at the Fringe, which is always a fun one. And that doesn't deviate that much. Occasionally, Uptown <laughs> Funk. Yeah. Well, we are. I mean, a lot of us are creatures of habit, right? So yes. you find you find the workouts that seem to resonate with you the most. I know Sam, uh, Slam and Sammy's has probably the best second, third F discussion led by absolutely led by our fabulous Cornhole. Thank you, Cornhole. Yeah, thank you, Cornhole. Um, and so it's, those are, those are all great workouts, both second F and first F. I mean, they're, they're wonderful and great locations too. So it's a good stuff. All right. So let's, let's jump right in here. Let's talk about life before F3. Okay. So tell me about your fitness before you got involved all the way leading up to the moment you got involved with F3. What was fitness like for you, both from a long-term background, uh, childhood, wherever, wherever, however deep you want to go. Okay. Okay. Um, well, as a child, I played sports, as most children do, but mm. by middle school to high school, I was phasing out of them, and um, for whatever reason, just I didn't pursue them long-term. Mm-hmm. Um, through college, I, I was much more interested in hanging out, you know, socializing. <laughs> Is that what we want to call it? <laughs> socializing, drink, drinking beer than, than I was uh, fitness, mm. and, and I surrounded myself with 
people that were, you know, of the same mindset. Mm. So I didn't feel bad about my lack of fitness. There you go. Um, and, and I can easily see that now looking back. I, I didn't really understand that at, at that point. Mm. Um, getting into adulthood, I just, you know, fell into the same traps we all do. Um, started to pick up weight, continued to socialize, um, continued to enjoy adult beverages and... <laughs> <laughs> which I still do now. So. Um, but, but at some point I decided, you know, I need to make a change. I, I've never been one for, for um, group exercise. Mm-hmm. So, so I, you know, geared my fitness towards things that I could do on my own. Sure. Like the solo runs or yes. I'll get on the bicycle at the gym, put yes. my headphones on. And Absolutely. Out. Okay. Gotcha. So, Sports background, like pretty much every, every, every person, um, I, not really every person, but um, many of us growing up with a sports background, transition to college, it starts to already taper off. I'll use the word tapering. I know Fanny loves that. Tapering <laughs> off in high school, pretty much dropped in college. Then you go through, you know, and, and finding kind of sort of that, that uh, the isolated type environment where you can focus on oh, I'll just do my run or I'll do my bike or I'll go for a swim or whatever the case may be, but just kind of by yourself. Absolutely, okay. yes. And accountable to, to no one at that point. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. So now tell me, um, so we've got, we've got kind of the fitness background, and, and that bleeds right over into the next point, right? Tell me about your fellowship. So you're working out by yourself. You're accountable to no one, as you're saying. So how did that sort of impact... Um, or did it impact at all your sense of fellowship? Well, as I said, I'd surrounded myself forever, basically, with people who, who were not necessarily fitness-minded. Mm-hmm. Um, so it didn't affect my relationships with, with friends at all because, you know, if they didn't care whether I went to the gym or not, <laughs> they weren't going to the gym. Um, so I, I grew up with a, with a good set of friends and um, still keep in touch with many of them from, from childhood. But... They were, as a group, we were not motivating each other towards any fitness goals. Gotcha. Okay. And now, so you, you have that kind of this <clears throat> this core group of friends that you've grown up with. You're all kind of like-minded in the respect of, oh, we have some sports or some fitness, some light fitness in our background, but we're not really spurring one another on um, to remain healthy, we'll say. All right. And now... Tell me about your faith before F3, and, and I'll open that up. Um, really what I'm talking about is kind of not specifically religion, but regarding something greater than yourself, uh, a sense of impact within the community and um, your personal beliefs. Okay. Um, well, well, we'll start with what you said. You're not focusing on religion. Um, I born and raised um, Baptist, um, went to the same small country church that my mother's family has gone to for many generations. Mm-hmm. So I, I grew up going to church on a very regular basis. Um, that That's what we did every Sunday, mm-hmm. and uh, that was not up for debate. <laughs> You're going to go. We're, that's we're the end go. of it. Right. Okay. So you, so you had that, this sort of strong foundation of faith. Absolutely. Um, your regulars at a, attending church. How did that impact um, your sense of something either greater than yourself, where many of the guys who have come on the podcast have talked about, you know, when you kind of grow up in this faith system, 
And then as you have kids, you get, well, sorry, let me go back, <laughs> reverse that. You get married, then you have kids. Um, you, you have sort of this gnawing sense of like, there's got to be more than just changing diapers, taking kids to daycare, taking kids to do this, etc. cetera. Um, and that, that gnawing sense of something greater than yourself um, or the, the sense of impact within the community. So how, how did that sort of help um, shape it or, or where was that before F3? Um, you know, obviously I, I, I have a, a strong faith, a strong belief, mm-hmm. um, and it, it definitely made me want to, to let others see that in me. I, I wanted to be the, the best person I can be. Um, and then as you say, once children come along, you want to show that to them. Yep. And, and as far as you want to impart that in, into them some way and, and give them the same basis that our same basic building blocks that you grew up with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what we've tried to do with our children. And there was a lull prior to, to children. You know, mm-hmm. we kind of got out of the church a little, and we're still searching for a, a church home mm-hmm. here in Greensboro. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we, we do find it very important to, to put that into our children and, and give them the same building blocks that we had. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, too, that that piece about, um, you know, what's the quote? You can't give away character you yourself don't have, right? Perfect. Um, I think your, your, your discussion about that, like, that's something greater than myself. Well, that, to many of us, that's our, that's our kids, mm-hmm. right? Um, and we hope to, to pass along good character to them. So I think your, your desire, right, of, of wanting to take that strong foundation of faith and, and be able to, to hand that down to your kids to encourage them, not really hand it down, but to encourage them, right, in that vein, um, is definitely something more than than just you, right? Right. So, little bit of little bit of fitness in the background, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Yes. Um, small small batch of friends, You've been friends for a long time, but it kind of ties back in with that fitness aspect, right? You're accountable to no one. You're not pushing one another. You're not encouraging one another. Absolutely. And then from the faith side, you're strong, regular attenders at church but wanting ultimately to be able to um, encourage your children, you know, to, to something more, you kind know, of looking beyond just, well, you know, we'll, we'll just kind of go to church and then that's it, right? So, <clears throat> all right, so we, we've painted the picture now about mm-hmm. what life looks like before F3. So tell me now, let's talk about that first workout. So when was the first workout? I know you got some notes yeah, here. I have so, some notes. Yeah. When was the first workout? Very first workout. April 27th, 2015. Nice. April 27th, 2015. And now, where was it? It was at Latham Grinder. The Grinder, okay. Yes. There you go. Do you remember, um, this is always a good one, who EH'd you? So who is the the responsible person? The responsible person is Explosion. Explosion? Yes. That is now the second time I have heard his name come up regarding There there will be more. There, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. That's awesome. Okay, so so how did he? Uh, how did he get you? Um, we we are neighbors. We live in the same same neighborhood. Um, Wedgewood, Wedgewood Packs. Go. Um, we we become friends through the neighborhood, and you know he told me about this new workout group that he was going to, and I should try it sometime. But um, he he was fairly subtle about it, not not aggressive in an explosion <laughs> aggressive kind of way. Um, you know, you ought to come try it. it it's fun. It's, it's enjoyable. You know, a lot of good guys out there. Come out with me sometime. There you go. And um, 
I, I decided to do that. I, I took him up on his offer, and funny story, and you wouldn't know this from the, the softer side of explosion, but he, mm. he shows up and he's he picks me up, and he had also picked up um, Cheesy Poof that same morning. That mm. was it was his first first post as well. Oh, we wow. started on the same day, but explosion. He may not admit this. Um, he had hot tea for both of us in the car. <laughs> he, <laughs> he had, hot tea. He had woken up and brewed hot tea, and he had three cups in the car and wow. handed it to us. And we thought, wow, this is impressive. We're having tea on the way to a workout. He spoiled you. <laughs> right. And that lasted for almost a week. That's awesome. Tea, tea every morning. That's great. Bring back the tea explosion. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back the tea. Oh, that's that's great, and and definitely I think kind of shows the level of impact that, that he was willing to. Uh, I guess it's a combination of vulnerability and 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 service that he was willing to provide. To say like, I'm gonna not only pick these guys up, I'm gonna bring them tea as well. So, yeah. tea collapse explosion. Yeah. That that's yes. great. It was a cold morning, so tea was necessary. <laughs> and now, who cued? <laughs> um, Man eater. Man eater. That's great. And. Um, Anything that you remember from it? I know, so many of us, that first workout is a total shock. Um, if you're me, it's, I can handle this. I got this. And then midway through, you realize, I don't got this. Um, what kind of experience did you have from it? What I remember initially was thinking, this is kind of foolish. <laughs> Here we go. You know, we're going to go to this park. There's going to be two or three guys there who in the world would be waking up this early to go work out. Yeah. And I remember rounding the, the curve and seeing, you know, it seemed like a sea of, <laughs> of taillights and people, cars pulling into this parking lot. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what have I gotten myself into? I'm not a group exercise guy. Yeah. Right. Exactly. What you're talking about, right? Right. Okay. This seems foolish. That's great. <laughs> and now, uh, how did you get to, did you splash any Merlot? I gotta know. I did not. I, I did have okay. have an injury there though that I that sticks out in my head, and I hadn't done um, mountain climbers since you know I was a child, and <laughs> one of the warm ups was mountain climbers, and I thought, oh, this is easy. Well, on the second mountain climber, I I scraped my knee against the ground, and <laughs> it bled through my sweatpants, and anyway. Oh my God, you scra- you scraped it through your sweatpants? Yeah, I was wearing sweatpants, and I scraped it so hard that it was bleeding. Oh my gosh! Yes, and I thought. I'm obviously not as good at mountain climbers as I was as a, as a child. <laughs> mountain huggers, maybe. <laughs> right. And now, how how did you get the G string? How did that come out? Oh, um, you know, we circle up, and I, I'd said some things about myself, Jason Gray. You know, I live in Greensboro. I, pharmaceutical sales. And somebody from the back. I have no idea who was there. It was a large group. Someone yelled, um, "We have enough drug reps." Okay. Um, what do you like to do? And I, I name multiple things. Camp, I like to be outside, mm-hmm. hang out with my kids. And they kept on next, next, next. <laughs> and I said, I like to play guitar. And then from the back, somebody yelled strings. And then someone else said G-string. And the whole crowd erupted <laughs> G-string. Oh, yes. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. So it's a, it's a guitar thing. It's a guitar thing. You can, still, you can still say it in a church pew. Yes. Because it's, it's a guitar thing. G-string because I play guitar. There you go. And now, do you still play guitar? I do. There you go. All right. All right, so we talked about that first workout. Um, 
which is great. And definitely, I think it's it it speaks to your desire to continue coming back to F three. Um, and we'll talk about that here in a second. When you explicitly kind of called out in your story that fitness for you was always a solo activity, and looking at at a situation where you're like, oh my gosh, I've got to now go work out with all of these guys and be with all of them, um, definitely sort of is antithetical, right? Mm-hmm. So now tell me about life since F3. Let's talk first about, about your fitness. So previously you were telling, previously on G-String, uh, you were telling us that you know, sports was very, very light in the background. Right. So, so now tell me about what, what fitness is like for you. Um, you know, I, I fell in love with, with the fitness aspect within the first five minutes of being there, honestly. Mm-hmm. It, it just, I, I thought, you know, I have found something, and this was immediate, I found something that I can do fitness-wise in a group, not feel like I'm being judged, not feel like you know I have to be the strongest guy out there or, or I have to perform better than anyone out there. And that has kept me coming back week after week, now four years later. That's awesome. And now tell me about, um, tell me about your fellowship since starting F3. Um, and definitely I know that you kind of have a little bit of a bent um, in, th- in this aspect, because you, you've started something that now is starting to, to grow, mm-hmm. um, to tell me about fellowship and, and tell me about that one thing. Um, fellowship, I, I, I think what F3 has done for me fellowship-wise, it's, you know, I, I've certainly increased my circle of friends and, and made many, many new acquaintances. But the friends that that I had initially here in Greensboro that that you know our wives are friends and you know could border on just we're friends basically because our wives are mm-hmm. it it's it's given us something more in common and it's it's um it's provided building blocks for a stronger friendship among us guys yeah um and it, you know we we talked about this before but the um I started noticing how fellowship was, or, or how, how F3 was impacting everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. Um, I started, it seemed everywhere I turned around, there's another F3 guy. And, and I, I recognized people, hey, hey, I know that guy from F3. Yeah. And um, I, that's why I started um, what we call F3 sightings. Mm-hmm. Because I started noticing, you know, I, everywhere I am, there's another F3 guy. Hey, look, look at that guy over there. He, he does F3. I'm going to go talk to him. Mm-hmm. And I thought there's got to be some way for me to document this. I'm, I'd mentioned to you before, I'm, I take a ton of pictures of family, of friends. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I'm just going to snap a, a selfie every time I, I see an F3 guy out in, the, in public. Mm-hmm. And um, you were actually, Short Circuit here was actually the very first picture that I took. And I thought I'd lost it, but I recently found it on my phone. So you we'll recently do a, reclaimed it. We'll do a throwback um, F3 sighting soon. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome, and and definitely, I think, um, to your point about fellowship, kind of speaks to just the nature of how how involved we are within the community, um, how prevalent F three has become, how widespread it has started to grow, and and definitely, it's it's always fun to see um, guys who are not within the Greensboro region, you know, start to oh hey F three sightings right I saw that I saw Absolutely. this person. Yeah. I think the first one that. Um, first person that posted was actually from F3 Pittsburgh. <laughs> so I, I just started the Twitter handle and, and my first 
five or six followers were from, you know, places that Pittsburgh. Region. Yes, yeah, somewhere else. Um, and and the thing that that really brought it home, I, I'll give a shout out to um, Wingman. Um, I, I'd seen Wingman at one workout, never spoken a word to him, and I'm standing at Starbucks one day, and you know I'm, I'm dressed in work attire, and he is in in an F3 shirt, and I, I glanced back and. I said, oh, you do F3. And we talked while we were in the line, and he said, come over here. Let, let me introduce you to my family. And um, he had three or four people with him, and I stood there and talked to them for, for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and I walked out of there with this feeling of, you know, this is impacting everywhere I go. I, I'm just I'm making connections with people that, you know, you normally would pass right by and not know anything about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's nice to be able to, to build on those friendships because, I mean, we definitely – there's something to be said about, you know, we I'll use the term, we go to work, which really just means we post in the morning, right? We do the hard work together. We get out there. We grind through the workout, right? We're there. We talk massive amounts of trash, at least I do, um, <laughs> to, to those around us. Um, we have we have a great time. And, and you definitely don't want to walk away and be like, all right, well, I guess that's it. Um, and so being able to step out into the community to find those guys who, you know, you are working out with, to get to know their families, right, to right. understand their right. stories is absolutely impacting. And I think it definitely speaks to the, that sense of fellowship. Um, so definitely T-Claps for starting the F3 sightings because, yes. yeah, it's, it's been fun to watch that one and see how guys have used that. I know, a, a, a quick story real fast, I know Bulldog one time was, I think he was driving on the highway. And he snapped a picture of I think Stretch's car. He was he was right behind. I him. remember the picture. And yeah, he took a picture. He's like, "Does this count as an F three sighting?" <laughs> I just remember laughing. Like you know, it's it, it's those types of little things, just kind of the humorous aspects. But seeing you know how F three is growing is definitely yeah. um, it's it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's done a lot for for every community, but certainly for the Greensboro community. Yeah. All right, and let's uh, so fitness, it's kept you coming back. And, and you made that Absolutely. mention within the first five minutes of the workout. You knew uh, this, this. This is, is wonderful. Me. Yeah, your your fellowship has has continued to to grow. I'm sure that that small batch of friends probably still the same, but now it's given you more to build on. Absolutely. Um, and especially with the the F3 sightings, it's now given you more opportunity to under you know to see more guys, to talk with more guys, to to really kind of branch out. Um, right. Give you that aspect of of connecting with other men through through F3. Um, Let's talk about faith. Faith okay. since F three. So I don't imagine your faith has necessarily changed. You know, it doesn't seem like you. You know, oh well, I, I was a terrible person before F three. I'm a wonderful <laughs> person now. Uh, you know, it doesn't seem like that type of story. But specifically, you know, you talked before about you had this strong, you know, foundation of faith. Regular mm-hmm. church attenders, and and more than anything, you know, really grounded in your in your beliefs. So, but you also mentioned wanting to pass that along mm-hmm. to your kids, wanting to be able to be a better example, to have a, a sense of um, impact from something greater than yourself. Mm-hmm. So how has that been transformed by F3, or how has it changed since F3? Uh, I've been thinking about this question for a while now. Um, I, what F3 has done for me, I, I think it's, it's taught me about prayer, mm-hmm. and it's taught me about different ways to pray, mm-hmm. Um, seeing men pray in, in public, mm-hmm. um, I'm not necessarily used to that. I, I'm, we're more of silent worshipers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, you would see someone 
or hear someone pray in church growing up and, and maybe around the dinner table, but that was it. And the prayers at the end of the workout um, have taught me a lot. Seeing, seeing men open up in prayer and, and I've, I think I've learned in the past four years to be more deliberate in my prayer mm. and to, you know, try to pass that on to my kids. You know, we sit around the, the table and for years we said, you know, God is great. God is good. Yeah. Just, Let us think before our food. <laughs> right. Right. And, and we, we've transitioned out of that to, you know, being more deliberate. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I could definitely attest to that as well. I think there's something to be said about, um, you know, when you have that moment within the circle of trust, however a guy wants to pray, right, seeing the level of vulnerability that he's willing to have um, to say, I'm going to step out and I'm going to raise my hand and, and, and pray for these men and to offer up um, some kind of a, a prayer for something greater than himself, right, mm-hmm. um, is definitely... It definitely does impact it, and yes. I can see how absolutely it'll start to kind of change your thought process on, well, prayer should not just be a mealtime, bedtime. A, a mantra, routine. yes. Yeah. Um, so absolutely. Well, definitely thank you. Thank you for sharing kind of your, your story kind of through through how F3 has impacted with you. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll tidy it up with one, with one additional thing. What, what do you think has been one of kind of the biggest elements to how F3 has changed you? What's something that you're kind of surprised that, wow, F3 has really kind of done this in my life. Wow, that's hard to narrow down to one thing. Um, I'm surprised, and I continue to be surprised, with with my excitement about fitness, Mm -hmm. um, excitement about getting back out there. Um, I've been surprised with the amount of of great guys I've met since I've been here. Mm-hmm. And, and at this point, I'm not surprised by it anymore, but initially certainly surprised yeah. that so many guys were so welcoming and and it's such a strong community where, you know, your guard is let down and and you can just, you know, be the guy that you want to be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's great. And thank you very much um, for sharing that then. I mean, we really enjoyed kind of hearing how, how this has impacted you on all these different levels kind of as you've as you've grown and um, you know, transitioned through F3 for the past four years now and hopefully for, you know, the next 40 years. <laughs> all right, so uh, the, <clears throat> before we close it out, do you, do you have any closing thoughts for the packs? Anything that you'd want to share? It could be a verse, um, a song lyric by a certain Weezer band. <laughs> we were just talking that about Molotov's episode, episode, by Mall the way. Cop. Yeah. Um, a verse, a, a song lyric, a, a mantra, any, anything that you've got that you would want to share with the packs before we close out. Okay. The, this is something that, that I, I try to focus on a lot. I, I focus on the fact that it's about the journey, mm-hmm. and, and that's the way I try to live my life. Um, you know, enjoy the journey. I, I tell my, my children this. Um, I, my wife and I explain this. I, I try to tell my friends this and it's a hard thing to do you know we're, we're all trying to get to that end you know if I can just get through this I can get to this next thing it and um, you know an example would be you're on vacation and, and you check into your your hotel and then you have to go to the grocery store mm-hmm. oh no no one wants to go to the grocery store well try to find joy in 
in the little things like that. It, it is about the journey. The whole thing is, is leading up to it. So, you know, n- things aren't great all the time, but try to find joy no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Whether you're sitting here interviewing someone for a podcast. Oh, I love this. Uh, well, good. I'm glad you're finding joy this, this morning. Um, just whatever you're doing in that moment, you know, enjoy life. Um, I'll, I'll use a, a music example here. Um, Warren Zevon, uh, very famous for, um, very famous musician, but most famous for Werewolves of London. Okay. Um, Lawyers, Guns and Money, on and on. Uh, a great friend of, of um, David Letterman, was on David Letterman's show many times. Well, Warren Zevon finds out he has, has terminal cancer, so he comes on for one last interview with David Letterman. Very emotional interview, if you've never seen it. And um, while they're, they're going through the conversation, Dave asks him, you know, what, what could you give us, or, or how has this terminal diagnosis changed your, um, your view? And his quote was, it's reminded me to enjoy every sandwich. Mm. That's great. So, Enjoy every sandwich. Yep. That's fantastic. Well, thank you very much for sharing that. That's, that's, a, beautiful, that's a beautiful little piece right there. Um, and a, a very gentle and simple reminder to just enjoy, enjoy the journey, right? All right. Well, if guys want to get in touch with you, what's the best method for them to do that? Um, they can check me out on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It is at Jason S. Gray, G-R-A-Y. And also they can find me at um, at F3 Sightings. Yes. Truth. Take those pictures and post them. <laughs> There's my plug. There you <laughs> it's quick half a second plug. Well, that's awesome. Well, G-String, thank you very much again for being on our podcast. Um, I, I really enjoyed talking with, with with you this morning, I and mean, this is, I love being able to do this, um, and just kind of hear guys' stories, and, and yours is is no different. Yeah. Thank you for it. having me. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Well, with that, we are wrapping up episode fifteen. We're already on fifteen. We're quickly wow. approaching twenty. So thanks again for listening. Stay sharp, and we will see you in the gloom. He was looking for the place called the Whole Folks. Gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Yammer. If you're interested in sharing your F3 story, reach out to us at f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Again, that's f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at f3americanyammer. Until next time, stay sharp, and we'll see you in the gloom. You hear him howling around your kitchen door.